empty cup Welcome to After the Final Pour, brought to you by The Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined, always with... Brandon Winninger. And for a consecutive fifth week in a row... Did you really count? I just did right now. Danny. Oh, actually, sixth week. Howard... Oh, fuck, seven. I'm going through Christmas, I'm going through... I can't remember the last time I missed one. You haven't missed one in a long time. Oh, boy. Silly of me to even count at this point, huh? Well, Dan, um, this is an After the Final Pour that I specifically... Got because of you, because you are the Saison man, and you have talked also about is was uh, numerous times, and yeah. so when I saw this bottle from is was, I thought let's do it. Let's. It's the year of being nicer to Dan, which on the last episode I was I was pretty nice. I was pretty good. <laughs> so I figured let's let's really top this off. Let's put a cherry on top of this. Uh, you know this this first half of the month with an is was. What are we drinking? Very good. <coughs> so this is. By the way, Dan does have a little tiny dry cough. Don't yeah. don't don't freak out. <clears throat> I had it the last episode. It just never happened. He's gonna try and not cough on Mike, but if he does, it happens. Yeah. So this is this and that. It's a collaboration with Afterthought, which is out in. I'm blanking right now, but out in the western suburbs. You said it earlier. Yes, I don't remember what it is. I forgot right now. <laughs> I forget. Um, <laughs> It is built on a foundation of Sugar Creek, which is a a malter, I guess you would call it. Lombard. Lombard, yeah. yeah Lombard. Uh, Sugar <laughs> it's Creek, a Lombard, yes. wind malt, and try, try to cow, try to cow. So wind malt, though, is where it's like, instead of roasting it to dry the malt out, they use the wind to do it. So it gives a little little uh, different flavor profile. Yeah, for sure. Uh, wind malt. Oh, actually, I didn't, I didn't even realize it, it said this here. Wind malt uses a traditional Belgian method for making malt where the barley is dried by the sun and wind after it is germinated rather than by artificial heating methods. Sick. The resulting malt is beautifully unique and has a much more grassy character compared to conventional kilned malts. The beer has notes of freshly cut grass, peaches, cucumber, muskmelon, juicy fruit gum, white pepper, and wet hay. And it is... Um, like Production bit. time is 12 weeks. Ooh. It was fermented in stainless steel and it was released in October 2022. I do know, so a lot of times with Is Was, they'll do like a regular version and then they'll do the Britannomyces condition version. Or version that This is the Brett version. And um, Afterthoughts version, so they brew the beer together and then Is Was pitches their yeast and then Afterthought pitches their yeast. And I know Ooh. Afterthought also aged some of theirs in gin barrels. Ooh, I can see that with this beer because, as you guys can see, I <laughs> filled it the same way you guys did, and I'm almost done. I haven't even taken a sip. It Ooh. is. I, you know, I want to know what you're going to say about it first because I'm going to grab the bottle and pour a little bit more. The Brett is, like, very The present. Brett is strong with this one. Yeah. <clears throat> What's funny is when you were reading the description, you said something about juicy fruit. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's going to move you. I, 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 it chews so soft and just gets right through you. I get it. I get it. I like it. I good. could have easily just drank this bottle by myself without you guys. Um, it is... When you're reading the descriptors, it was like the first part of like me drinking it. It's really nice. Like It's really like... Light and refreshing. Yeah. It's like... Um, I, I don't... This is... I mean, this isn't the right word. <sighs> It's like a light, delicate beer. Yeah, delicate. There's nothing, cr- like, 
everything that you read about it, though, I mean, there's obviously like a lot that goes into this beer. But what you get out of it is something that is just a nice, easy drinking, tasty, refreshing beer. Yeah, and I don't know if it's power of suggestion, but when I take a sip, I'm like, yeah, I do get the grassiness. Yeah, yeah. I do get the, the, the cucumber. Yeah, the grassiness, the melon, and there, it, and it's everything subtle. It's not like, like when we said juicy fruit, it's not like, oh, boom, there it is. Like it's like chewing yeah. a fucking stick of juicy fruit. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about juicy fruit. So like actual I, fruit. I hope to have Mike, the head brewer, on the show soon. Um, and he always talks about, like he like has a philosophy about beer, and it's like this like esoteric like. He's really into it. And so, and I think it comes through, it's like in an artistry's form. It's like, it's not like he's pumping stuff out that is selling like out the wazoo. He's making like Bank. money over, you know, crazy. But it's like something he's passionate about. And I think it shows in a lot of his beers. With this right here, like this particular beer is, I feel like, again, it's kind of one of those beers I feel like you can give to a lot of people who might just drink, you know, standard, you know, big beer all the time and give them some of this and they'd be like oh okay yeah this is good and then like yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be anything and that's not a knock at the beer i'm not saying it's a simple beer but it is a beer that i think can extend and reach to like different audiences of beer drinkers the only thing i love brett and beers and one of my favorite beers is their will be which is like their um I'm liking like flagship beer, and uh, but I they do it with like without Brett and with Brett. The Brett's my favorite version of that. I love Brett and beers. I could see people being thrown off by that because it has that like what people say like horse blanket, like barnyardy kind of funk, and not in a funk like in a sour way, a funk in like a dry saison way. But I love it. I know some people that I've given stuff like that to like don't like that. But, it's it's funny because I don't. There's so many different types of like, quote unquote, funks in different like beers and everything. Like this to me, I don't get like I I, I get the Brett, but I don't get like there's not a funkiness. It's like not like when I think of like when I say something's funky, like it's over the top, you know, and not in a bad yeah, yeah. way. But it's I not- mean like, but this is like I, I this is like a very like earthy. Yeah, earthy. Yeah, it's not like so sometimes when you say funk, you're like thinking like blue cheese or yeah. like, like that kind of like funk. It's not that. It's yeah. like an earthy funk. Yeah, it's it's really it's really nice, man. It's a really nice beer. Brandon? Yeah. And I feel like that's true to the style, almost. Um, and like I said earlier, you were reading the description and said Juicy Fruit. And I'm like, in my head, I was thinking gum. And I was like, it reminds me kind of of, of like, subtly of like the fruit flavor of like Juicy Fruit gum. Huh. And that's just like it got stuck in my head, and I'm like, that's what I was noticing. Um, but it's dry, it's it's dry and juicy at the same time. So kind of going off like we just did an episode about Belgians, it's kind of teetering in that that world too. Um, but I like how clean and crisp it finishes, and um, the the funkiness of it is just so like subtle and throughout the beer, like. It's it's not just like you take a sip, you get it on the in the front. It lingers um, in the best way possible, I think. And I I so I think that I've had I might have the gin barrel aged one still in my fridge. What I think? Yeah, I think this, I've had, I, I can imagine like when we had the gin barrel aged week beer from uh, Off Color. Yeah, uh, 
I would love to have this as a gin barrel. But, if you have it. but, uh-oh, here it is. So, again, the Afterthought one was pitched with their house yeast. Afterthought's beers lean more acidic than is was is. I'm okay with it. So it doesn't, you're not going to have any of the bread. It's going to be more sour, like lemony. I like that. With yeah. the gin. But I like that. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Like, that yeah. having, like, and it'd be fun to try that. Basically, I mean, I I'd just, love, Dan, just share the fucking beer with us. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> but I, I love how, I love how he, when he does collaborations, they kind of brew the same beer and then they pitch, each brewery pitches their own thing or like does their own thing to make it different. And it just shows you. You can have like the same malts, the same hot profile, whatever. Basically, do the yeast. exact same thing until right at the end. And the right. yeast like does. It's that's one of the cool things about home brewing is that Brandon, and I, same thing. Like Brandon and I could easily brew the exact same pale ale, and if we pitch, I, I, if I pitch like um, Safel USO five, and he does the, I think SO four is the English ale, or I forget what. Like it will be. We can brew it on the same system, like our same setups, do the exact same thing. If we even if we just took ten gallons, right, a ten gallon batch, and split it then into five gallons and pitch different yeast into it, it'll be two different beers. Yeast is one of the coolest parts of brewing. Like it, it really does finish off the beer. Oh my god, we're taking off. This is it. This is the end. It's all right. Just leave it on. It's an after the final pour. You guys don't care about the noise like I do, right? <laughs> Yeah, no. Thank also, you. I want your family to be cold. I know you said that. I think they're upstairs. You were craving a yeah. sour, right? No, no, I was, I was, I was leaning more towards tart, and I didn't really read fully through the description of this beer. I didn't even say, but it's four point nine percent, which is just like I can't believe it's four point nine. So there, because there is like Dan, I'm going to use a word that you use sometimes. Um, with it being light, it's almost it comes off a little bit aqueous sometimes. Yeah, with certain sips. Yeah, I love that you you've bestowed that. Okay. Oh my, cut him off, guys! I told you I probably shouldn't have done it after the final yeah. pour. And this is also, <laughs> I think he also bottle conditions. There, please, he it's also bottle spell. conditions everything. Was he a fucking Trappist monk? Jk, jk, yes. jk, jk. Uh, yeah, so because it says naturally carbonated, expect sedimentation, store and chill up right. And I've talked to him before, and it's like it is funny. I mean, we can get more into this humble brag, on, but the. Uh, like the education you have to give to the normal beer consumer who's maybe not into saisons and stuff, because his beers could, if you don't like treat them right, explode. Like you like should have like a gusher. That's a lot of bottle conditioned beers. Like you got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. I've got two bottles. Um, back to the afterthought thing. I've got two bottles of afterthought that I've had for almost two years. I think just kind of sitting there. Let's uh, let's crack them open right now. I mean, we should sooner rather than later. Probably nice yeah. and chill. We can we could do an afterthought show. I think I have at least a couple. Do we just make an afterthought show? Is that that's not an afterthought if we just did it? Is was <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Brandon. How many is's out of five are you gonna give this? Uh, based on still, I'm I'm four point one. Four point one. Uh, Dan, how many was's are you gonna give this? I'm gonna go. By the way, if Clark was here, I could have done this and that, this or that with him, but he's not. Uh, I'm going to go four, seven. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool, 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 I like cool. it. Uh, I'm going to go with the word this, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Since Clark would have been that. Um, uh, I'm going to go 4.4. 4, yeah. 4.4. 4.4. Okay. I, I feel comfortable with that. Which, to me... Um, a guy who doesn't necessarily like saisons, 
Well, I, I, I did not like Saison's. I got burnt out on Saison's very early in my... Because a lot of the ones you get at, like, yeah. brew pubs and, like, the normal breweries make... That's not just, it, it almost tastes like that Belgian yeast. Like, you're getting heavy Absolutely. banana, heavy bubblegum, heavy it's been It's been but so they're, long. They're doing it the easiest way possible. Yeah, yeah. most right, right. of them. Like, well, and that's is, the thing. I feel like that that's what... This is nuanced. Yeah. This is this is very good, and um, I am looking forward to having more. And now what I see is was out on the shelf. I'm going to... Is by it was a thought I had. No? I, it doesn't work. Yeah, Sorry. I was telling Tony when I, I went to... I was at a liquor store today, and they had something from Monk's Cafe. Hmm. And it was, a, I think, a Flemish sour. Yeah, they have a Flemish. It's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I saw that, and I, was, I almost bought it. But I already spent too much. I haven't money seen there, that so. in a long time. Where's yeah? What time? <coughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Flemish is a completely different animal. Oh my god! <laughs> and sometimes it can be intense, almost like a Flanders. Right? It can be intense. It's like a balsamic. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you can cook with it. Yeah, and I feel like those ones too, if they're not stored correctly, they go that route fairly quickly. Also, we need to do a mystery beer episode soon. Like I've got two lined up, ready to go, but I want to, I want to, want to do it soon. Okay? Two beers lined up. Yeah. Oh man, now I gotta like start thinking. Gotta see if you can get me and Clark. You can't just pour like Powerade and be like, it's a beer. <laughs> uh, Dan, always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you. And Tony, thank you for grabbing this beer. Hey man, thanks for turning us on to it. It was fucking awesome. I, I really did. And there was a rhubarb one that I saw that I was like, ooh, that sounds good. But I liked this. This seemed like a good way to just kind of be straightforward, a little bit of Brett. Let's so, do it. Let's I just, I actually just before I got here spent a lot of money through their <laughs> online store. So, <laughs> from where? Hope you didn't buy this. Actually, I yeah. hope you bought this. I was say, I hope you didn't buy it, but I hope you bought it. No, I've, had, I've, had, I've had this before. No, buy it again. Yeah. No, they just came out with beanies. <laughs> like hats? Yeah. Cool. So, I got one. one. One, yours is fine right now. I know. You just want another one. Another yeah, it's like a cool. mustard yellow kind of color. Hey. Ooh. Like the band Mustard Plug. Yeah, Mustard Plug. This guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a horn. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon <laughs> love you man love you too bud I'll see you guys on the flip side later this has been the malting hour be sure to follow us on all social media by searching the malting hour and at themaltinghour.com you can also follow us individually on social media Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81 on Twitter bdub81 and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Phelps Chicago on Twitter the Ace of Phelps Chicago Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. <laughs>